Hello, and welcome to another abrupt cessation episode of We Live Thin. <laughs> I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I have lost 120 pounds. I am a tiny habit certified coach, a yeah. Thrive Global certified coach, a longtime podcaster. Oh, yeah. Welcoming the new year. And speaking of welcoming things, I am currently welcoming Donald Weigel, your husband and partner in We Only Look Thin, your co host on this podcast. I am also a longtime podcaster. I have lost about 100 pounds. I have kept it off for, I think it's pretty much officially six years That's, at this point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I hit my goal weight in like December of uh, of 2017, I think. I have no idea. I We actually uh, would have recorded this earlier, but I got lost in a mire of trying to figure out how many years we'd been podcasting. Yeah. When I started this, losing this weight. This is the last episode of our sixth year. Six years? years yeah so if you this is episode 312 i i'm i i hate i'm you know i was just about to say if you divide that by 52 weeks that's six years exactly he's a nerd yeah sorry he's a math nerd yeah i uh am very surprised by that because it feels like only yesterday only yesterday i know but you know what only yesterday was uh, no. 2023. Oh, yeah. And now if you're listening to this, suddenly, abruptly, 2023 ceased. Yeah. Is that a word? No. Sussisted? I don't know. Maybe. Sussisted. Yeah. And now it's 2024. Yeah. It's fresh start. Fresh start new year. It's a new year, new you. You probably woke up this morning and you're basically a whole new person whole new 2024 the calendar turned over and you turned over a new you a new you and a new uh leaf and a lot of times people think of uh of of cold turkeys oh yeah on days like this yeah they really do i don't know um why people don't just give turkeys uh like a blanket or something so they (laughs) they stop being so cold uh but uh, uh cold turkeys uh, are, uh, may, I, may I give you the origin story of cold turkeys? I was actually just about to, to wonder out loud. Like, I don't, I, that's an expression I've heard my whole life. I don't really understand where cold turkey comes that's from. That's interesting because I thought you might uh, look that up because yeah. you're the kind of person who looks. I'm very much the kind of person who looks that up. We decided to call this episode cold turkey yeah. ahead of time, but I did no such thing of looking it up. Yeah, well, I didn't. But, but you know what? It's good that you didn't actually look it up. Yeah. Because cold turkey is often a, uh, I think they actually said an abrupt cessation. Yeah. Uh, it's the words suffer, unpleasant. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, as opposed to a gradual reduction of something over time. Yeah. Uh, the, the words, the most pitiful figures tend to go into things. The most pitiful figures yes. do cold turkey. Yeah, yeah uh, okay. cold turkey. Uh, there are a lot of different origins. They were kind of boring, like it wasn't ex- as exciting. Some people say because it, it's usually associated with drug overdoses. Yeah. Uh, drugs like tryptophan. And turkeys do drugs. They're like, <laughs> like if you do drugs, you're a turkey. Yeah. That was what they told us in the like, 80s. Nancy if, Reagan said that. If, if, you're, uh, if you're, you know, coming off of some sort of drugular high, yeah. which weren't, we say no to drugs. Yeah, uh, but if you're coming out of high, then you go. You get you get the turkey sweats. Uh, <laughs> the, the turkey sweats. Uh, oh yeah, the famous turkey sweats. I don't know. We like. Did you you watch Starsky and Hutch? Didn't you? The- oh, very much so. In fact, I had a stuffed bear that I called Huggy Bear. 
That's... Uh, like because of Huggy Bear on Starsky and Hutch, or at least it was yes, somehow the somehow related. Streetwise Informer, yeah, uh, who uh, who was on that show. Uh, but it was in the 1970s, early 80s. It was uh, two hard boiled officers of the law doing things. But they actually had an episode. I think one of them accidentally got addicted to drugs. Oh yeah. And I remember I was maybe five or six watching it. Yeah. Uh, not knowing what the. Ter- Maybe my parents told me it was turkey sweats that he was coming off. <laughs> but he was like in a room sweating for a couple of like days yeah. and he was like delirious and trying to like bargain and whatever. I think he ended up getting over the turkey sweats. Uh but Yeah, he, and then he solved crimes. Yeah, and he, and they they solved crimes. I, I mostly remember suits. Huggy Bear would be like word on the street is That is. And I I named I had a bunny rabbit named Star. Yeah. That I thought I was naming Huggy Bear. But I was so young at the time that I, I like the star thing, like Starsky. I named it Star. And my so parent- we both had stuffed animals growing up that were named after a character, the same character from Starsky and Hutch. Uh-huh. And yours was named Star. I think our romance was written in the stars. In the stars. Yeah, uh, mine wasn't sure. stuffed, though. It was an actual bunny rabbit. <laughs> which, <laughs> but my oh. Pa- oh, okay. But yes, it was written in the stars. Uh, it was it was predetermined uh, Nostradamus and all that stuff. Um, but it, it they say the cold turkey part is like when people are coming off of their highs or whatever they get sort of goosebumps. Which goose turkey? I don't know. But there are many foul things associated with right. F O W L. She's not saying F O U L. Although although turkey sweat sounds pretty foul. Also, yeah. But anyway, there's lots of different. It's it's kind of boring. I wish I had something like funny, like a you know a battle between Tchaikovsky and and Chopin, but I don't. Um, but I did actually find as I was uh, googling things, John Lennon has something to do with cold turkey. Really, he does. Do you know? What what it is? I feel like I should because I I am a fairly large John Lennon fan, but okay. I do not know. So while you were busy uh, almost being born in 1969, <laughs> I was getting ready in the in the September's yeah. of 1969. Oh yeah, I was uh, I was uh, definitely getting ready to be born in September. Okay, uh, there there's two parts. Okay, so in '68, I think you might remember John Lennon's song. Give peace a chance. I do. Many people remember that song. What about Instant Karma? You've heard of that one? I absolutely, yeah. A lesser known hit literally had a song called Cold Turkey. Did he really? Yeah, where he talked about his turkey wow. meat sweats. I don't remember. And that. guess what? Yeah. He, there's only like two lyrics to it. It's like I got the turkey sweats and I wish I didn't do drugs. It's basically <laughs> what the song is, but it goes on for five minutes, just wow. like this opener has gone on for Such five minutes. Such but a like, poet. But like, just when you think that everybody aces everything all the time, yeah. John Lennon makes it look easy, right? To right. like put out hit after hit. Yeah. Turns out Cold Turkey was uh, a flop. A turkey yeah. flop. A turkey flop. A turkey flop. <laughs> you get People... the turkey flops after the turkey sweats. <laughs> you do. But like, Cold Turkey is associated with abstaining uh oh, and and there's there are benefits to going cold turkey right there's like the the like okay well i'm i'm stopping it all together there's no negotiation maybe you're removing yourself from the people and the places and the things associated with the negative behavior right absolutely i mean it's sort of like we have talked about uh you know there there are times when i can't buy certain treats and have them in the house because i know that like once I start eating it, I'll eat the whole container of it. Yeah, but with the 
abstaining versus moderating is a very big question. But on January 1st, that there are very many times when we think to ourselves, we're going cold turkey right. on the people that we were in 2023. We're going to create new Facebook accounts, new Instagram hash, hash – what's the A thing called? The ads. Uh, at sign. Yeah. The ads. Yeah. You're going to create a new at with your new personality. You're going to start clean slate, fresh, you know, all the things because you have this sort of lightning bolt turkey moment. Right. Don't you, Donald? Yeah, lightning turkey is what we call it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, you wake up and you say to yourself, it's a new year. And like I was sort of joking at the beginning, and there was a there was a campaign uh, for, I believe it was a gym or, uh, you know, it was a new year, new you, uh, like several years ago. Um, and you wake up and you think that you're going to be able to change everything overnight. And a lot of people, including myself, do this year after year. They, they look at January as a fresh start, as a clean slate, and they think they're going to transform themselves into a new person. And I would like to ask you to look back on previous years you've done this. Did you do this in 2023? Did you say to yourself, I am going to change everything about my my food, my my health, my exercise program and how did that turn out? Did did you actually follow through with any of that? Well, and I think that we when when the calendar page turns and we have these uh, these lightning bolt moments, it feels like a motivation that's never going to end. It feels like I got it all out of my system. I learned my lesson. Like I definitely have had enough of the indulgences. I definitely have had enough of of, of you know sitting on the couch. Right. And now I'm going to transform into my new self. I'm actually uh, in this year. Uh, the the 24s, which is a weird thing to say. Yeah. Uh, I am going to be turning 50, which can be a big like, yeah. oh boy, that's like a grown-up age now. I know. I'm going to be a grown-up and this will be the year that I finally get it together. I know. Become... I've been used to being married to like a youngster in this May-December romance of ours. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> married to a woman in her 40s. But here's, here's the thing. Like, I'm tired right now. Yeah. I am tired. I am almost 50. But like, you started this whole whole situation in you were like 47 or 48 yeah and now i'm like that age but like i'm i'm as tired as you are now yeah 55 or how old are you 54 54 54? like i'm as tired as you shouldn't i be more spry are you bringing me down or raising me up i don't know i'm definitely bringing you down okay before uh speaking of things i said i was going to transition i promise we're going to get to the meat and potatoes of of the episode but i actually said like i was going to say like hey donald there are some things that are good to quit cold turkey yeah like the gradual cessation over time right is, is that's our message but there are a couple of things that i can think of that are good at quitting cold turkey. Okay, I, I'm, I can't wait to hear what they are. Okay, embezzling. <laughs> like, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. You, you don't want to <laughs> gradually quit embezzling from your company. I just finished a, a book that, like, had some embezzling in it. And, like, you you shouldn't just be like, well, I'll just start taking less and less and less until, like, I get it out of my system. You step it down, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. Another one, scrimshaw. Scrimshaw? There are other things you can scrim. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, and, like, whales are in danger. You should stop. No, like, it's carving. illegal. Yeah. And like, just because you have the whalebone doesn't mean you should just 
Get it out of your system. I've got all this whalebone lying around. It would be a shame to waste it. Okay, and then the final thing is, uh, which is near and dear to my heart, yeah. is uh, lifting with your back. Don't do <laughs> oh, my it. Goodness, Don't gradually yeah. get away from that. Yeah, yeah. Stop that. My cold back is right hurt away. for the last couple of weeks. You, you know what happened? You know why my back hurts? I don't know either. Yeah, uh, no. I just I cut to the quick. You know, it's just like that happens more and more when you get into your fifties. By the way, things so. just keep hurting for no good reason. I just like will wake up and my leg it just hurts. <laughs> I like I didn't do anything to it. I didn't like. It's just like nope, I slept that's on a, it. That's a thing that happens now. Sleeping on it. Yeah. But uh, but just like sleeping on behavior change, uh, we are going to ask you uh, to not cold turkey. 2024. Yeah. So have you been making the same promises to yourself year after year and then not keeping them, not following through? Um, The reason for that is that a promise is not a plan and a New Year's resolution is also not a plan. We we make these New Year's resolutions and there's there's something about that word resolution. It's like we're going to like use force and willpower to just like to just snap that that habit and make it stop or use it to start a new habit and and like suddenly we are going to be gym rats like we are the kind of people that go to the gym every day and we're there and we're like doing all the machines and all the work and that's how we're going to be in this new year well and you know what if you are, are just recovering from christmas and new year you might have forgotten what last week's episode was about oh yeah and uh, oh, you know what? I actually forgot from last week's episode. No, do you remember the number that it was? Uh, it was number three eleven. Three eleven. I was going to make a three eleven joke about that band, uh, and, but I only know like yeah. part of one song, and I was very disappointed in myself. And I made a note here to talk about the band three eleven. Yeah, isn't now, that funny? Ha- is this it? Is this, <laughs> you, it. Is this the joke? <laughs> I was going to do. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. But like three eleven. Now down, I can't down, even down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Something, and, something, something, something down, exactly, down. Yeah, exactly. But, okay, so not every joke I make is a winner, but (laughs) what was a winner was last week's episode, and I am going to call out our dear listeners, because they've probably already forgotten what that episode was, and now they're thinking about cold turkey. I'm going to say you're busted. Yeah, busted. You're busted, because we asked you to do some things last episode. Last week, we asked you to reflect upon your 2023 and to look at different categories, including food and exercise and your boundaries and your growth mindset and and really evaluate yourself and ask yourself, what do you want to do more of in each of those categories and what do you want to do less of? And this year, we're going to ask you to, to I know there's like such a temptation to wake up on in 2024 and look for that one weird trick. We've done a couple of episodes about that. Like if I could just find that one weird trick to to weight loss success or or that silver bullet. If I just got on the right plan or found the right recipes yeah. like that that I could that I could do this and people really want that overnight success. Well, and I think too with all of the commercials that I I think people still watch commercials whether they're the TikTok commercials. I see or, them a lot during sports. Yeah. yeah. I mean, generally like the rest of the year when the NFL season's not on, I don't see very many commercials, but or, a lot during sports. Well, and people are uh th- there are many fad diets that still are around in the early mornings oh, uh, yeah. on television. 
you're you get I get so many ads for random detox pills. We get solicitations. I can't tell you how many solicitations we've gotten this year from people who want to be on the podcast. And then once I look at their websites and scroll down 20 pages, right? It's like this amazing detox product that they also would like to sell. Yeah. And it's so tempting to be like, is this the one thing? Is this one you know, new, you know, product that I'm finding out about. Is this the thing that is going to change my life forever? It's so tempting to do that. And we're going to say, no, no, thank you. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, what it boils down to, spoiler alert, I don't want to jump the gun, but it involves putting systems and habits in place and, and coming up with a, a way to make this a priority in your life. But it's not just health and fitness that is part of the problem. Yeah. The myth of overnight success is everywhere. It, there's this idea that somebody has an epiphany, like, you know, they like an event happens to them and suddenly they they just decide to change everything. Or, you know, they they have a dream or they're visited by three ghosts, <laughs> you know, in the night and, and they wake up the next day and they just become new people. And this myth is even uh, prevalent in the world of business, yeah, believe I've it or heard not. of business. About money-making. People have this idea of the overnight success. And I, I found a, um, a really good article on Forbes.com uh, uh, by Louis E. Romero called Overnight Success is a Myth. And in that article, he says, after mentoring hundreds of business executives and entrepreneurs, I have realized that one of the most common obstacles in becoming successful is the unconscious wish for overnight success uh. and having it all. Such wishes make people impatient, shortcut-minded, and capricious. Ooh, nice word. <laughs> <laughs> all of which have devastating effects on performance and judgment. Debunking these myths is key. And so... The idea here is usually we perceive an overnight success without realizing all of the hard work behind it. We see like there's an extremely useful product that suddenly like everybody wants. Yeah. What we don't see is all of the people behind it who like like knew it was good and they didn't give up and they kept working until they got it into the the public eye. And then or a person becomes like an overnight millionaire and we think, oh, yeah. they just did it like – but we don't see the years of, you know, business school and training and and all of the work that went into, like, making themselves that, in air quotes, overnight well, success. And you know what? I'll even go so far as to say people end up hating people who are overnight successes. Right. Because, like, well, I had to work really hard for it. And then you get into this, like, bitter Betty right. uh, cycle of being mad that other people have found quick success. And it seems quick because you didn't do any of the work. Yeah. And the only thing – really overnight that works at all are oats are people oats. love their overnight oats <laughs> they sure do i have never had an overnight oat because i don't know i don't like the idea of yeah it. i don't know i i want oh, an overnight oat I, I oh went, it's overnight i went through a phase where i ate a lot of oatmeal but i, I don't i don't actually like it that much unless i smother it in like brown sugar and yeah. and, and raisins and stuff i, and I actually it really be, like it's become so high calorie to but it's like not overnight who has that much time to plan not me that's too much i know uh do you think bitter betty ever got the turkey sweats do we know <laughs> um, uh, but uh my my like point on this was if you just change out money with 
weight loss. Yeah. Like all of this applies. Like people just want this overnight success. And so they make all of these, even if it's unconscious, they make all of these like bad decisions because they just don't have the patience or or the mindset for the long-term view. Yeah. I actually just listened to an audiobook called Deep Work, uh, W-O-R-K. And it is about uh, businessy things and making the most of the effort that you need to put into things. But again, like if you're like, oh, I need a new like weight loss thing, just any money book, basically any business book, you can just switch out uh, weight loss and healthy lifestyle with money. And it turns totally out that there. business people actually have some good ideas, <laughs> whether they know it or not. Well, and for us, like you see those before and after pictures like like us, uh, but it's not before and after. It's before and now. And I am surprised to find out that we went seven years. Like yeah. we, it's, we have been doing this a really long time and it took us our whole lives to get to the point of having, you know, growth mindset, getting habits in place. And we still stumble. I'm right now as we record this. I need a lot of – I feel like I want lots of cold turkeys. Yeah. I want lots of cold turkeys because we've had a lot of uh, things going on this December. We're traveling as we're recording this. Uh, we're just about to uh, dive into the holiday season. So I uh, – Yeah, we're uh, – let you behind the curtain. Uh, we're still in 2023. So hello from the past oh. as we record this. Well, and we have had mistake after mistake to learn from when we – like – to the point where we finally got on this path. And please know that we still stray. Like I, this last week, I have not been eating uh, very many good things. I've been going for a lot of convenience food. I've been under a lot of stress. Yeah. And so like I'm, I'm looking forward to the new year and getting past all of the holiday uh, uh happenings and and food things but i what i do know as we enter the new year is that we have been working so long on our mindset and our habits and our food choices that stumbling through the holidays is a blip and what we do most of the year matters more than what we do from time to time this is not an extreme sport it is a a long journey that we are all on there is no deadline but every day that we make a good choice is a good day Absolutely. And you you might be looking at Instagram and seeing these before and after photos or seeing our before and after photos. But what you're not seeing in there is, you know, and Catherine said this in a different way, but I it took like a lifetime. I was 47, as she just said, I think 47 uh, when I started down this current path. But what you didn't see was all of those the 47 years where I kept making like giant mistake after giant mistake. And I had to make those mistakes in order to know when the right path came along. And then it was it was two years for me along that path, losing weight at, at you know, roughly a pound a week, but not quite. And also not, you know, some weeks it was a gain, some weeks it was a loss. And it, it wasn't a straight line to success. And there was all of this work that went into it and still goes into it, as Catherine said, um, to keep this going. And one of our favorite uh, mindset authors is James Clear, who wrote a book called Atomic Habits. And he writes and he wrote an article about this called The Myth of Radical Change. And in it, he says, if you step too far outside the bounds of your normal performance, then nearly all of the forces in your life will be screaming to get you back to equilibrium. 
If you take massive action, then you quickly run into a massive roadblock. That's a really big one. It really is. And so you have an equilibrium and a balance in your life, whether you realize it or not. And it's not necessarily a good equilibrium or balance, but it is, it's sort of like your life is running at a certain level and all of these things in your life have come together and, and like keep you kind of floating in roughly the same place. And when you try to radically change all of that, it's like if you try to exert, you've got a really like strong rubber band and you try to exert a ton of force on that and then you slip and let go, that rubber band like snaps back and, yeah. and hits you hard and it hurts. Yeah, he even has in his notes, ouch, with an exclamation. I wrote ouch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, it, it's very. I just wanted to make sure that you like didn't think James Clear wrote "ouch." No, but I think like with the cold turkey, it is that clean slate. I'm going to empty the refrigerator. I'm going to like just start all new habits. I'm going to disassociate myself from friends. I, I mean, I did that so many times. Of like, I'm on the cabbage soup diet. I am not going to go see friends. I'm not going to go out to dinner. I'm not going to like ever get lunch, you know, uh, brought in from work. I'm always going to do my own thing. And that rigidity doesn't allow for your normal life. And one of the things about going cold turkey is that the relapse is even more severe than the condition beforehand. That's something um, from sort of the the druggy world. The druggies. (laughs) But also You're Starsky from, and Hutches. Right. Also from the food world, though. I don't know how many times I, you know, gritted my teeth and exerted all of the willpower that I had and stuck to some really restrictive diet plan, yeah. usually like keto or Atkins. And I was like, oh, I've got this. Like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Until I wasn't. Yeah. And then when I wasn't, I just went way hard into the other direction and ended up gaining so much more weight than I had than I had not only more than I had lost but more than I had like in the first place so as James Clear says that whole like radical change it seems like a big effort and it seems like a big commitment I am ready to make radical change gives you the impression of sincerity of your desire to change, which is like sincerity is great. But instead of that cold turkey, and and I'm not sure about this because we haven't talked about it, we're asking you to be a hot turkey maybe or a warm turkey, like if extremes aren't good. We're saying right. like a room temperature turkey or yeah. tofurkey. Is what we're... <laughs> room temperature turkey, yes. <laughs> but like a hot turkey. Like, is yeah. it? Do we want hot turkey or do we want? I don't know. I I don't. I don't. I don't eat turkey. But, but like tofurkey, like which? Yeah, no. I I think I'd probably rather have it hot. <laughs> I, I like to think about like I'm a hot turkey. I'm a hot turkey. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about there are that. Lots of, there's jive turkeys. There's hot. Like people say, cold turkey and jive turkey, but. And and talking turkey, right? But hot turkey has not. Maybe this is the year of the hot turkey. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> hot a jive turkey, turkey summer. That's for sure. Um, hot turkey summer. <laughs> hot seems hot. like botulism is yeah, going to happen. Yeah, for sure. Um, but so uh, the reason that 
all of this doesn't work is because people don't actually make a real plan. They just dive in, they try to change all these things, and then that rubber band snaps back that I mentioned. And maybe because it's 2024, you have a lot of motivation or renewed vigor right now. Like, the gyms are, like, full of people in early January. Cut the turkey vigors. You definitely have the Turkey Vigors. Uh, I need to. I need to write that down before I forget it. They're a really good band. The Turkey Vigors are such a good band. I, I add those. Add that to my list of band names. Um, but if you have the Turkey Vigors right now, we're asking you to take advantage of that for as long as you can. But to realize that motivation and Turkey Vigors don't last. I'm riding the Turkey Vigors. <laughs> no, but like James. Uh, okay, so. Uh, not James Clear, but BJ Fogg talks about riding the wave of motivation. And motivation is a really great place to start actually putting in place plans and processes to hit your goals. It's not about throwing everything out and starting over, but using that intense motivation to really think about what does the next month look like? What can I realistically expect of myself? Using it for practical purposes instead of like just super wild, I'm going to, you know, go to the gym. I'm going to make all, I know I'm, I look, I love a good mason jar salad. I oh, love yeah. it. But the minute something disruptive comes in. The minute they're out of the lettuce, the minute your gym closes down for a week because there's some plumbing issue and it throws you off track, you're likely to get really angry and see this is just proof that I was just getting everything together and now everything's bad. The other big thing for me was that I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm losing weight. Oh my gosh, this is the new me. And then I gain weight one week. Yeah. And then suddenly nothing is working. How could I do this? Like this, everything's against me. See, why should I even bother? Uh, That is part of the turkey vigor. And we don't want turkey vigor. No, we definitely don't. And I'm going to say something that is probably a little controversial right now. I am not really on Team Mason Jar. I think they're overrated as a a, a vessel. Oh, they are. They are. I think like people- Seems crafty. People really like like their mason jars in the world, and I think they're just fine. It's just a jar with a lid. There's lots of other like containers that are better. <laughs> See, but there there is a. Uh, we were just talking about this uh, with friends. We have friends. Uh, we went out late uh, th- this week, and it was we were very tired from that. But our friends. Were oh my staying goodness! Next- I can't. I'm sorry to cut you off. I I've realized recently, like especially recently, I can't do anything after 8 p.m. anymore. Oh my gosh! I just can't. It just wrecks me. <laughs> terrible. You know, I actually saw on Instagram, I think uh, it might have uh, been listening to us, which is fine. Whoever wants to listen to us, we're like, you're listening to us right now. And we're very happy with that. So if Google wants to listen to us, Instagram, it's totally fine. But there is it came out for Gen Z. Yeah, or I, Gen, I always get the generations which, confused. Which are the millennials. Okay, millennials it are older than Gen Z. An early nightclub in New York that goes from uh, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. so oh, that you that can be home good. by 11. I love but that. But it was like, 
Are you a millennial who's super tired? Well, we've got the cool, fun thing for you. You could be home by 10. I, and need, I, I need one that's from like 3 p.m. to like 8. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> why, why concerts? I mean, they do it with festivals. Yeah. But if bands played from like 1.30 in the afternoon to 3 or 4 and I could be home before sundown, sign me up for that, please. Yeah, this is the uh, – this. we now have to change the name of this to the Cranky Geriatric <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Uh, podcast. But you were talking about our friends and containers and before containers. I cut you off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. then you changed subjects. Uh, yeah. it, it's so silly. But there is this super fancy – like imagine if Whole Foods was like Kmart. Oh, yeah. People know Erewhon, don't they? Isn't that like no, a thing? No, it, it's not a huge – Oh, it's I not. think it's just an LA thing. I don't oh, know. I think, a place- I think I thought it was a national chain. It's called Erewhon. It's called Erewhon. And but it, yeah, it, they they like they check your credit score before they let oh you my in gosh, there because I feel like everything riffraff. is so expensive. Yeah, but everything that they sell, all of their goods are in glass jars. Oh, it's beautiful. It's I mean, so it's beautiful. absolutely like the most beautiful, well-kept, organized store I've ever been in in my life. But like, it's like a tomato is fifteen dollars, and like a beautiful jar. Of celery, yeah, they've pre-cut. For they've you. pre-cut it and washed it, which is totally my jam. And they use and it's in you know, but in a mason jar, in a mason jar with a bit of water from Himalaya. Yeah, they have like <laughs> put in a centrifuge. They've, with, they've contracted with Sherpas to go and get and Himalayan it's been ice and, by yeah. the flipping Dalai Lama. It is beautiful, but I can't. That's above my pay grade. Yeah. It is so beautiful. Glass is very beautiful, but it's not very practical. Yeah, no, I don't. I definitely don't feel uh, fancy enough to be able to to shop there regularly. So maybe occasionally you can make a mason jar salad, but that's not real life. Yeah. So let's get back on track. Okay. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> we are asking you instead of making promises and plans and big sweeping changes to put systems and habits in place, and you know, here's here's a thing you can do. We have now, this is episode 312. We have talked about this for the last six years. Holy moly. If you're really feeling motivated, we've got plenty of deep dives on each of these topics on how you can set up different habits and systems in place to cover each of these topics. Yeah. But as a more general idea, look at your food, your exercise, and your mindset and just try and pick if if picking one in each category is too much for you try and pick one thing that you think you can get yourself to do right now and start doing that well and as we said in episode 311 the band uh, <laughs> i don't know it's not as funny as i don't know any other other songs but as we said in episode 311 your 311 we, material is killing this I episode know, killing do you think sorry. 311 I mean, and chopin and tchaikovsky should have I came a battle up with the turkey vigors yeah so you I did feel like no I made up for, no let's you focus really did on that yeah but going back literally one episode yeah. we asked you to sort of rate how you're doing in a bunch of different categories and then just focus on one. And if you're expecting us to come up with a new tune that's like, guess what? We just found the new trick. That's not going to happen. We are in this process with you. We are maintaining. I've gained a little bit over the holidays, I think, a little bit. I'm going to talk like that now. Yeah. It sounded like a gobbling. Turkey. No, our <laughs> listeners are listening. <laughs> yeah. Um. Maybe, but are you transforming into a turkey? I, I you've think got so. you've got the extreme turkey vigors. I got the extreme turkey vigors. Yeah. But we asked you to look at your habits and really look at what you can do that is sustainable 
this year, or not even this year, this month, this week, what can you actually do based on your current bandwidth that isn't going to like rattle your foundations and have you running out of energy? Like what, three weeks from now? Yeah, and and cause that that rubber band, that metaphorical rubber band to, to snap back. Um, you know, so look at your food. Like maybe it's something simple, like you're just going to start tracking your calories accurately, you know, if you're really at the beginning. Or maybe you're just going to add a vegetable to each meal. Well, and also that like if – if, say, you've lapsed a little bit over the holidays and stopped tracking, just get back to tracking accurately and then track to maintenance and then track to a deficit. You don't have to go from, you know, eating 4,000 calories a day to 1,200. You can gradually reduce. Yeah, and I think our plan is to uh, is to do some deeper dives into yeah. these basics in the coming weeks and really get back to uh, kind of the origin of, uh, of what we do and did. Um, but when I was starting this, you know, I – it was a revelation to me, the idea that I didn't have to go from eating whatever I was eating to jumping back to 1,200 calories a day immediately. Like, I just started by by tracking my calories, figuring out what I was eating, and then trying to subtract, like, 100 calories a day, yeah. like, to start. It wasn't a big, massive, sweeping change, and that really was... The, the key to me being able to do this long term when I was like, oh, I can do this in gradual steps and it doesn't have to be this giant like ripping a band date yeah. off pain like right away. Like that's fantastic. Yeah. And as far as exercise goes too, there's a lot of things that are like the 30 day blast challenge, start January, get it all done. Right. Being able to look at something for inspiration and then saying, I will do that as much as I can, but I'm going to start with doing the warm-up and not the entire exercise. Or you know what? It's not practical for me to do it on weekends. So I'm just going to do it on weekends. Make it adaptable instead of getting to day 15 and then missing a day and then saying, well, gosh, I'll just have to start again next month because I've already blown it this month. Go in with the idea of moderate increase and adaptability because it's all that gets us into mindset. It's Absolutely. not about perfection, it's about progress. And, and it's important to find something. If you can't find something you actually enjoy when it comes to exercise, at least find something that you don't hate. Like going back and making this about me, like figuring out that walking actually counted as exercise. Yeah. Like I, I thought, well, you have to go to a gym. You have to be like on a machine. You have to be lifting a big weight in order for that to count. And I just didn't like doing any of that. But walking, oh, that's actually like pleasant. I can do that. That doesn't make me, you know, it, that doesn't make me want to crawl back in bed and go to sleep. Like I can do that. Um, and then mindset, as Catherine brought up, Look at what you're doing and just think about sustainability. Like, can I consistently keep doing this yeah. whenever you make a change? Make one of these changes, add a habit, and just ask yourself, okay, is this something that I can, like, continually do? Then, yeah, I think I can, so I'm going to keep doing it. Right, and if something, if you have a setback or something gets in your way, get into that pivot mode. How can I adapt this? How can I make this work? When we're looking at our food and our exercise and our mindset, really thinking this year about what can I add? Well, you know what? I'm not going to track right now, but I can add a vegetable. You know what? I'm not going to join the gym, but I can go on a short daily walk. Mindset, what does it hurt to think about 
the possibility of change. You know what? Things are tough right now, but this is just a season. I haven't gotten to my goal weight yet. How can I make this work? Just those simple questions can really shift the way you look at change. And it's not about that perfection or the streaks or, you know, and sure, there might be that that initial motivation for the new year, which is amazing. Like, take it as far as you can. But where the the uh, the metal hits the turkey, the metal the road <laughs> the hits rubber the, hits the road. Rubber, the rubber hits band the road. hits your wrist when it snaps back. Where the Yoko Ono band hits the road. That's actually right. where the cold turkey song came from. Was oh, the Yoko was it? Ono band? Oh, Speaking of bands that snap yeah. and hurt. Ouch. Yeah, no. Uh, but getting to the point where you can rebound and pivot and modify as you go along is where that sustainable change comes from. And we know that this is like a super long process. It's not linear, but those small changes really do matter. So once you've got a habit in place, even if it's one, and it starts to feel natural to you, then add another habit to that. And then when that's natural, add another one. And this is basically what Catherine and I did over the years. And it it sort of becomes like a lot of those baseline habits just become baseline and and they become just part of my day. It's not something I have to think about or or like force myself to do. It's just something that I do. And along the way, do the BJ Fogg thing of celebrate small victories. Instead of trying to beat yourself up about things that you're not doing, really celebrate any time that you do a habit, even if you feel like you don't deserve it, like really like come up with some sort of way to celebrate it to yourself. Just tell yourself you've done a good job and that you're proud of yourself. And it really does sink in and make you want to keep doing it. Well, and you know why? Because if you think that you are suddenly going to be proud of yourself when you hit the big goal that you have, if you don't practice celebration, once you get to that number that you're interested in, that 30 day, you know, you, you checked off all the boxes. Once you get there, you're just gonna be like, Oh, this doesn't feel as great as I thought it was going to feel. Practicing celebration, revving yourself up really helps you cheer yourself or you cheer others along a marathon route. You don't boo at them until they get to the end. And that's really important with ourselves too. The more positive reinforcement we have, the more habits stick. And, you know, that's coming from Catherine Weigel, who is a Tiny Habits certified uh, coach. And B.J. Fogg wrote the book Tiny Habits. And he literally wrote the book. He literally it. wrote the book on it. And, you know, have patience. This is your life. It's not a sprint to be done with it. You you really like, I know this is hard for people, but it's not just I'm going to go on a diet for a few months and then it's going to be over. You really need, if you want this to last and you want it to be real, you need to like make it part of your life. You need to make health and fitness a priority and you need to make these changes so that they will last. Exactly. And then know that you will have setbacks. Like this year, there were many, or in 2023, in the past, um, there were many setbacks that we had, but we persevered. I basically maintained my weight in 2023. That wasn't my 
initial goal, but my habits stayed consistent. Like even if I had a setback, I just got right back on. I didn't wait for the new year or now, oh, 2025, that sounds like a good round number. Like this isn't going to be a good year for me because I'm doing a master's class. Like I'll just wait until the next right. year. Those habits every single day matter. And the more they it's sort of like that compounding interest, listen to a financial podcast to find out about compounding <laughs> interest. But every day, every investment really does matter. I hope your interest in our podcast yeah. is compounding. But, you know, uh, tagging on to what Catherine said, what I used to do would be like, I would like be on a plane and I would be feeling good about myself. And then I would go out, I'd get invited out to eat once and I would eat like more than I wanted to, or I'd eat something that I thought wasn't on my plan. And I'd just be like, well, I guess that plan is over. I guess yeah. I blew it. I guess I'll just go back to eating. And instead of that, just pick up the next day where you left off. You you haven't like blown everything because of one meal or one indulgence or a week of meals or yeah. a month of meals. Like you can pick up again uh, wherever you were before. Well, and don't think of it as proof of failure. Think of it as a pause and a, an opportunity to reflect on what you might be able to do next time. There are times where we stick to our goals, we go on vacation, and we, you know, we're doing all of the things that we feel super proud of. And then other times where we sort of let loose, man. And <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, that's us letting loose. Two jive turkeys just enjoying <laughs> a vacation. That's right. But we are not, it's not an on off switch. It's not, you know, the past and now, then and now. It's a process and it's a process that continues to change and adapt over the years. But what doesn't change is our commitment to our own health. As random aches and pains come up, random, you know, uh, things that get in the way of our progress come up, we don't see it as proof of, you know, life not being fair. We go, yep, that's what happens. Life gets in the way and we keep moving forward. Uh, like we said in the Chumbawamba episode, <laughs> we get knocked down and we get back up again. That's right. And there might be times where we have those lightning bolts, those moments where we feel super motivated. Use that to your advantage, but know that hard times come and our ability to adapt during difficult times really matters. When life is good, it feels effortless and everything feels great and everything's going my way. That is not a success story. The success comes from those moments where you feel like you've had a setback. When something gets in your way, when things don't go as planned, that grit that you can show to show back up for yourself when things are hard, that's where real change is made. That's where you flex those muscles of adaptability, mindset, and thinking about what you can do to recover from. That's where real positive change comes from and that sustainable change comes from. It's not from those quick times where everything feels effortless. That effort that we put in builds those muscles over time. And we know that if we can do it, you can do it too. Oh my goodness. You can definitely do this because, uh, I mean, if you knew Catherine and I like seven, eight years ago, um, uh, or I guess even more than that. But if you knew us, like you would never imagine that we would be where we are now. And so if we can do it, we know you can too. Yep. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We are grateful for each and every one of you. Uh, Our most recent 300 episodes are available wherever you found this one. Uh, We're on all the major podcast platforms. And all of our episodes, all the way back to episode one, are available on our website anytime at weonlylookthin.com. Yep, and if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on that link for Join Our Support Group to find out more about Wolt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan. We are not uh, just doing calories, just doing Weight Watchers. We have lots of different people in the group doing different plans. But in the end, we are connected by mindset and by using tools whatever plan we're doing to lead us toward our own success. Um, It is a place for support and accountability. We do Zoom meetings, challenges, and it's just a, a, you know, a private place where we can support one another out of the the prying eyes of the public Facebook pages. Yeah. Um, And just be super honest and vulnerable with one another. It feels so good to have support. I still need support in my journey. Uh, I need uh, people who are on the same path as me. We are not in this alone. We can work on this together. We have two subscription options, a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Wool Place is right for you. Yes, indeed. And uh, maybe I shouldn't bring attention to it, but I don't know if you can hear the voices in the background, but our neighbor seems to be having some sort of gathering. So I apologize for that if you can hear it. But anyway, uh, uh, please check out Wolt Place. Uh, and uh, if you'd like to check us out in other ways, we are on social media at We Only Look Thin on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you can also find us by emailing us. You can send us an email to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Uh, we really appreciate episode suggestions. Uh, we have uh, turned many listener emails into episodes of the show. Uh, we will also answer your questions if you have them. Um, and uh, you can also just give us a compliment. Give us a shout out. Uh, we've gotten some of those recently too, which have been great. We always like hearing from you. Yep. And uh, speaking of liking hearing from you, uh, thank you to everyone who has already left us a rating and a review on Apple Podcast. If you haven't yet, please go over there and uh, just click on those five stars. Not only does it let us know that what we're doing is making a difference. After six years, we will be going into the seventh year, yeah. which is bananas. Yeah. Uh, which means like, we've. oh my gosh, our daughter was like, she, I, I don't know if she even knows us before we were fiddos, as she likes to call. Well, we like to call ourselves no, fiddos. Well, yeah. And no, then she, she calls she, us. She might not remember, but she definitely, uh, <laughs> uh, we, she definitely knew us before then. Yeah. But, uh, but please uh, leave us a rating and review. It makes really big difference and it helps others find podcasts like ours or specifically ours when they are looking for new inspiration in the new year. Absolutely. And another way you could help us out if uh, you would be so kind is to just tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth uh, really helps the show grow. When people, when, you know, when they get a personal recommendation from you on something, they're so much more likely to uh, to check it out. So if you're talking to somebody that you think might get something out of it, if you are online, if you're in a uh, you know a Facebook group, if you're in a Reddit group, if you're in a Discord server. 
uh, and uh, you know it seems appropriate to give us a shout out we would really be grateful it really does help the show grow yep so if you are not sure if you will call your stuffed animal huggy bear or turkey vigor <laughs> just remember that Donald and I are an, an inspiration, inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.